Are you a multifaceted creative entrepreneur who is ready to take her vision and herself to the next level? If you are, then I want to invite you to check out our mastermind program, The Colourful Business Society. We support you holistically to grow yourself and expand your vision. We help you to turn big thinking into big doing. We help with strategy, visibility, marketing, lifestyle and creativity. We want to see you win. And so if you are ready to go to the next level, if this is resonating with you in any way, shape or form, I want to invite you to check out the show notes and apply for your place in the Colourful Business Society today so that we can help you go sky high. What's up, people? It's Danielle here, the founder of I Empower Creatives, and I want to welcome you to the Creative Superhero Podcast, where we fight dead mindsets and fly into purpose. So let's get into it. So this is episode 36, and it is part of our Coaching the Community series, which we will be doing every other month. If you are interested in being coached live on the show, you can go ahead and look in the show notes on how to get in the community and therefore how to apply. This is going to be a fun one. I hope you take some notes and enjoy. Okay, awesome. So Alice, um, I'm so glad that you um, have come onto the show today. Um, I would love for you to introduce yourself to the audience uh, and let the people know, you know, where, you, where you're coming from, what your background is, what you do, who you are, just a bit about yourself. Sure. Um, so hi, everybody. And thanks for having me today. Um, I'm very happy to be here and to be part of this conversation. Um, so I guess a bit about myself. Um, I'm originally French Bulgarian, but I've been living in London for about 10 years now. Um, first came here as a student, mostly in arts and literature and that kind of stuff. Um, and I'm 29. I came here when I was about 18. Um, and I'm currently working. So I'd say my day job is I'm a journalist. Um, I write about all kinds of stuff. I'd say my primary interest is art and culture. Um, unfortunately, that's not always what pays most. So sometimes I also write about business, finance, just whatever comes my way um, and resonates with me. Um, and then I also have my passion, which is dance and which I'm, I've been trying to push professionally, let's say, for the past three years on a serious level. Um, so the way I started dance was when I was a child, I did ballet for many years, um, but then I stopped when I was 15 for a number of reasons and eventually came back to it about 10 years later. Um, realized that my body was very rusty, um, but you know, it just brought me, I was missing that kind of creative artistic side. So um, I really enjoy having that balance between, you know, using my brain in a certain way, maybe in an intellectual way during the day, but then also connecting with my body. Um, and I really think that having this balance in my life is what keeps me happy. Um, and in terms of the dance, I'd say it's also made me discover a whole part of myself that I didn't necessarily know. Um, connecting to today's conversation, I think what's interesting is that um, what I'm interested in, on, in in the dance side of things is, you know, how it makes you grow as a human being. Because um, obviously there's the physical aspect of learning the moves and, you know, how to do things properly, but then... There's also, you know, how you connect to that emotionally and 
how you connect with other people in the room. Um, well, not during COVID, but let's say in, in normal times. Um, and yeah, and I would say that, um, you know, I think I've been on my own spiritual journey. I had a big kind of psychological break around 25, 26, where, um, you know, I could relate a lot to some of the podcasts that we recorded when you said that at some point you just had to open up and go and dig in. Um, and that's something that I've had to do myself because I've re I realized that even though I always did the right thing, you know, went to a good university, got a degree, la 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 la, ticked all the boxes, um, but I didn't feel accomplished as a person. And so I had to go and find out why. Um, and as you have said on many of your other podcasts, I do agree that it takes a lot of um, courage um, and guts, you know, to just be honest to yourself and be like, well, you know, I've, I've made all these decisions. I've done all these things. Um, but, you know, maybe there's something that I haven't found out yet. So anyway, I guess where I'm getting at is that, um, you know, dance has made me, is what brought me that missing bit um, at a certain point. Um, and it made me explore a whole part of my personality, but it's also forced me to question myself, myself in other ways. Um, and I guess to an extent, I'm still trying to find my place in the industry. I feel like we endlessly are as artists um, because we do have to question ourselves like quite often um, but I do find myself that I, I, I would say like on a day-to-day -day day basis I would describe myself as a confident person um, and I think I mostly know who I am although it's, it's always an endless journey but I think you know because dance puts you in that vulnerable space um, there are certain things that sometimes come about you know emotionally where it's maybe harder for me to deal with them because I feel more exposed. Um, and so that relates to, you know, what I wanted to talk about today, which was how do you build your circle of trust around you to make sure that, you know, you're surrounded with people who uplift you rather than, you know, make you feel even worse in those moments. And yeah, I guess it, it, it connects into a lot of things about who you decide to keep around you and what friendships you decide to keep. And um, yeah, hopefully that, sets the scene a little bit yes it does thank you so <laughs> much for sharing and opening up and you know this is about you know your journey so it is though it, it will help listeners you know as they listen in hopefully but it's also for you to have your own kind of breakthrough in your own kind of journey with that and so I love that kind of journey you've been on and where you talk about dance and how it's shown you other parts of yourself and helped you grow in that way and pertaining to the question about building trust you know as you're growing it's a that's a massive a massive deal right we want to make sure that we are around the right types of people and they're going to be uplifting they're going to be keeping us in check they're going to be correcting us they're going to be um, loving us into growth and so I'm um, just checking that I've got this right your question is how do you build that circle of trust around you within the community or the industry yeah, I guess so. How do you, you know, successfully identify? I think there can be a, a lot of fakeness. That might be a, a negative way to look at it. But I think, you know, we we all try and be our best. And unfortunately, trying to be your best and showcase yourself can come with um, toxic behaviors sometimes because, you know, we might struggle to separate when am I the artist and when am I the human and mm -hmm. when am I there to kind of you know outshine others as opposed to you know 
I'm a human being and I can connect to people normally. So yeah, I guess it's separating maybe the ego from, yeah, I'm not sure yeah. I'm articulating really? myself no, no, probably, no. but yeah, yeah, <laughs> more or less that's what you said. No, it's great. It's cool. Um, and I understand. Uh, it's interesting because um, some I've been analyzing and looking at this, the world of, of the dance industry, of the performance industry as a whole from this position, because there is a world where you have to go out there and you have to show off and you have to sell yourself and you have to show who you are. And, and you know what I mean? And the moment that somebody on the outside, you know, who may not know you or even know you, the moment that they are conflicted by that or feel a sense of, um, I don't want to say competition because competition isn't the negative word here. Competition is fine. Um, where there is such thing as healthy competition, right? But the moment they are threatened, or it puts them into a position of threat. The reaction and the responses are completely different to that of love and support and all of that, those kinds of things. And you have to just go out there and trust that the talent and the gifts that you have are good enough. I, I like I talk about this all the time. As you know, everybody is talented. Everybody's got their creativity. Everybody has a purpose and a plan. And what's on the inside of you is important and relevant, right? But the other area of this is that if we are not a people who are, are in the process of getting healed up, and when I say healed up, I mean on our perspective, on our heart level, on the way that we're thinking, on knowing who we are deep down on the inside, if we're not constantly working towards that and healing and, and looking into that, then we are going to be living from a position of judgment and whatever we judge, we block. So if we're judging a position and a people, you look at somebody who made it and you turn around and you're like, well, they, you know, got, it was easy for them on this and this, that, and the next thing. You are blocking the blessings, right? You're blocking that from coming into your life. And I've witnessed it time and time again. I've been a victim of it. I've fallen into that in my younger years of like, I bet it was easier for them. I bet it was easy for them to step into this and blah, 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 blah. And we have to realize that what's on the inside of us, nobody else has. So firstly, going out there with confidence and boldness to your own craft, right? Knowing, knowing in all honesty that not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to be down for you. Not everybody's going to have your back. Um, but being willing to be the trust, the trustful one. I do believe in giving people the benefit of the doubt. I've been, I've been in positions where, you know, with friends who have been close and all of that kind of stuff, giving and giving and giving. And almost like, you, I, like I have to prove my love. When I got wind and acknowledgement of having to prove my love, it was like, bells went off and I was like this is naff that you ain't for me you're you you're not down you know and and it's all good and you know everyone evolve and grow and do what you need to do but the moment that you understand if you, if it is causing you a, 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 di a real discomfort if it's causing you a lack of peace you know if it's really um you you are you're you're waking up thinking about the, the situation or this particular person or how can I help this person or how can I prove myself to this person 
that's when you've, you, you've gone way too far because you're not called to have to prove yourself. Love doesn't have to prove. Love is love, you know? And so the moment that you come out of that barrier and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm really, you know, I'm trying to do this and I'm trying to be here for this person. I'm trying to, the moment you're even trying like that, then there's no two-way thing. Relationships are two ways. Do you get what I'm saying? What I contribute to you in the relationship may be different to what you contribute to me, but we're both contributing. The moment I contribute and you throw up a wall, I'm not the one with the, per- the problem because I am being vulnerable and I'm giving you and I'm opening up. And this can happen in the creative world because there is so much pain and hurt. I did a training on um, Instagram. I think it's still up, IGTV, about being broken and creative. It's disturbing, right? Because if you, you're broken, you're, you're creating out of brokenness. One, the work you're creating it's only going to go on for so long, right? There's, there's beautiful work out there that people create and do, but I'm sick and tired of seeing pain. So uh, it's long. And so if someone's creating from that place over and over again, they're living from that place as well, because we are creatives and we're constantly creating something. It's either onto, you know, growth or like I always say, death. So what, what is it that we're doing? And when you're in relationships, you know, with people, you have to know when you've outgrown a person. And when it's taking your peace, when, and that's the biggest one, when it's taking your peace, when you, I used to wake up or have moments in the day just thinking about certain people and thinking about, oh my gosh, needing to prove and needing to do this and, and what. The moment it was taking up brain cells, yeah, that I could be using to better myself, it was a waste of time. That's when I, I absolutely switched off. And, and the truth is, it takes me a long time to switch off from people because I am so given, because I do have my heart on my sleeve, because I will love you into this. When I, but another big one for you, Alice, I'm going to say is boundaries. What are the boundaries that you are putting in place for yourself? And boundaries are directly related to self-care and self-love. So where are you loving yourself? Where are you caring for yourself? Where are you putting those, those good boundaries? For me, I'm putting godly boundaries around myself. Like, I, I, I love you, but it doesn't mean you come this close to me. It doesn't mean that you get in here. I've got, I know who my tight people are. I know the, the people who will ride and die for me. I know the people who have got my back. I know the people who will pull me up. Because when they do, I don't feel bad about myself. I feel like it's time to grow, right? And so we need to really address, you know, where, where, can, where can we put boundaries in our lives in order to protect our, and guard our heart? Is this resonating? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely, I think, well, I think I would argue that that's something a lot of us are struggling with you know, how to put boundaries. Um, when do you know that it's enough? And I guess that that cuts into one of the other questions that, uh, you know, addressed you like before before this chat. And I really like the word that you just used now when you said, um, you know, you have to know when you've outgrown a person. And I just wanted to ask you to expand on that a little bit. Like how, what are the telling signs for you to, to know that? Yeah, that's Because awesome. uh, similarly to you, 
sorry to interrupt you, like another thing that I really resonated with in what you just said was when you said that um, you're ready to give a lot to people. I feel like in my friendships as well, that's that's maybe like, I'm not going to say a mistake, but that's something I, I'm, I'm always like a second chance giver um, and sometimes to my own detriment. So, you know, one of the things is, as you're saying, all this relates to boundaries, but like, when do you know that enough is enough and you've given enough? And if you're not getting, you know, it's not about, you know, expecting to get back, but like, if you see that it doesn't balance out, like what, yeah, what do you do? And when do you know that that's the case basically? Yeah, really, really great questions because we aren't, we, we're not taught these life skills and life principles in school or anything like that. They come from when you, you go through something and you're a mess, you know, and then you're like, what the heck? And no one tells you, oh, no, you're feeling that way because you don't have boundaries. And you're like, you know, um, I guess you know a lot of this I can talk talk about from experience I've experienced giving uh, with with certain friends and being really open and um <laughs> open to broken right that sometimes you can be really open with people and then it breaks you but again it's looking at the signs of when am I when when am I losing my peace Am I acting irrationally? Am I being impulsive? Am I being quick to move? Because sometimes we need to be like, you know, let's say your friend asks you to do something and you know you've got something else that you should be doing, but you don't want to let that friend down, right? And all of these kinds of things. Sometimes it's taking a beat and saying, let me think about that. You're not saying yes or no, but giving yourself the opportunity let me think about that and pull back and actually meditate on that thing. Do I really want to do that? Do I really want to contribute to this? And asking yourself questions that you, you, like, you need to answer before jumping into something, right? So you can be acting out of the right, the right position. Because sometimes we go out there and we do things and then we resent because what you expected, you didn't get. And we have to be mindful of our expectations as well because we, we, we step into certain opportunities and we're expecting people to show up because we gave this, we expect to get this that back from them. Are you acting to get or are you acting to give? And you have to know when your cup is full. How do you know when your cup is full? Are you overwhelmed? You know, are you spreading yourself too thinly? Are you tired? Are you feeling emotionally drained? I do believe that this comes out of knowing yourself deeper. When you begin to know yourself deeper, you know what your tolerance level is. Because sometimes it isn't that the friend has let you down. It's that you are doing too much in that situation. They may not know any better. Um, you know, and um, some of the decisions I had to make about stepping away from relationships, they came from conversations. Like, you know, conversations from mentors, from pastors, from really, really close friends. I had to have those kinds of conversations because, I, you know, naturally I wanted to give. I love you. Why don't you love me back? I'm doing this. Why, why are you not giving me back? You know, and it wasn't setting out to get, but it was like, oh my gosh, you are really just taking everything and I'm empty. And so it's like going back and, and understanding this person's asked me to do this thing. I want to give it to them, but do I really have it in my cup? Is that what I have in my cup for the person or is it for me? 
that's another thing as well. And I had to, I mean, my journey, I had to go on this journey with God. I was, I had blessings in my life and then I was given out the blessings and it wasn't for those people, you know? And so this is really understanding who do you want to be and how do you want to show up in this situation? And is, if you're not showing up in that situation, you have to reevaluate your boundaries. Makes sense. And there's nothing wrong with just taking a break from people. Mm. There is nothing wrong with taking a break. You can turn around and just say, hey, listen, I'm I'm going on a on a journey of really getting to know myself and um, not having conversations with anybody for a season, not going to be doing blah, 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 blah for this next seven days. No one has the right to tell you. Oh, what do you mean? What? You don't like me. You don't. That's on them. But what you might need is I'm going to take this season and it may take, it may be taking a season and then really evaluated. How do I feel in this season? Do I really need this person in my life to, to that? You know, and um, I, I know that, you know, I, I'm very, very blessed. I have a very, very good friend circle. I have three very, very tight friends. I've got good friends, but these are my girls that I know they would, they would go out on a limb for me, you know what I mean? Risk their lives for me, that kind of thing. Um, but it took a very long time to get there. Broken relationships, hurt in relationships. So don't be afraid to go on the journey as well, to, to allow yourself to go through that journey, go through that process and take every single step of it, not as, oh my, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm really, really hurt. What are you learning as you're going? Take the lessons, take the lessons, take the meat, leave the bones, take the meat, leave the bones all the way through and then have the hard conversations. That's a little less easy. It might take a bit more courage, but have those conversations. Hey, listen, I don't feel like we, we, we see eye to eye in this. And I want to have this conversation because I really honor our relationship and I want to be able to be open, vulnerable with you. I value this as this, this, this. But right now I am suffering from that, that, that. So I need to take this time and just step back in our relationship. If they, if they are your friends, mm-hmm. they're going to hear you out and they're going to they're be there. But if, they've, if you've outgrown them, then you've outgrown them. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's a very good point. I think the thing is, um, so you know, relating this to my personal experience, I think the fact, you know, having moved around location and lived in different places means that it can be amazing because it means that you meet a variety of people, but it can also mean, let's say, a person who was my closest friends at uni- my closest friend at university moved away, lived on the other side of the earth for five years. And sometimes it's for the best because, you know, you've both flourished in a different way but when you reconnect it's like oh my god you know like we still have so much in common but we've also lived all these things separately and now we get to share them um and sometimes you know it's at a point where we've grown apart so much and we've gone such separate ways that that's fine you know and and you just have to accept that maybe you're not in the same place as as this person and i think anymore and i think um there's something i think it takes a lot of uh, maturity and courage as well to recognize when uh, a relationship is not or a friendship doesn't have its place in your life anymore and I think you know there's something about not let's say not dramatizing about it and acknowledging that well you know 
you've become this person now so it's fine to let that go like maybe it made sense at a certain point but I think you know that comes with a part of pain maybe the pain of losing a person or feeling like I might not ever speak to that person again um but it's always part of a process isn't it so absolutely and I just even in that there is there is always going to be there is always going to be something or someone that you are mourning for but there is always going to be a position where you get to celebrate and have merriment into right because what happened before you're letting go of but what you're going into is a place of you know great expectation and more enjoyment and more love and it's okay and so it's finding that place. And I literally heard this today. It's finding that place on the inside of you where you can appreciate both points. You know, I can appreciate the tears of letting someone go, but I can also get really excited by the friendships and relationships that are to come. Absolutely. And as the saying goes, you know, one door closes, another one might open as well. So, yeah. Exactly. Definitely. I think that's a good way to wrap, wrap it up. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy. <laughs> you know, I feel like we've explored some good things. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on and being vulnerable, being open and willing to have that because Pleasure. a lot of people don't have those hard conversations and these types of conversations about relationships. So it's so important. So thank you so no, much. Thanks so much. No, thanks so much for having me on and giving me an opportunity to speak about you know something that mattered to me and uh and I think sometimes you know you might not even expect what, what comes out of it you know so no thanks so much and thanks for your time and yeah I look forward to future podcasts thank you for listening to the creative superhero podcast which is sponsored by I empower creatives a community that supports creative entrepreneurs to fight dead mindsets and to fly into their purpose so that they can live powerfully I'll see you on the next episode.